Jamal. Welcome to my channel, Chosen Culture. Yeah, it's uh, uh, not been utilized in quite some time, but uh, I'm not starting a New Year's resolution because I'm still in uh, 2021. Still got a week or two left, uh, but yeah, um, I've been inspired to just start doing podcasts, YouTube videos once again. Um, it's been on my mind just talking to the friends and them wanted to do their passion and we all just been sitting around not doing much and I'm not going to use any more excuses. Um, so that's going to be my new podcast uh, series on this uh, channel. Chosen Culture is going to be moving forward, no breaks. And I was going to use breaks as far as uh, uh, slowing down and stopping so the play on breaks but I think sometimes you do have to slow down but I don't want to take any breaks like I stated before I took a long hiatus uh, so I'm trying to move forward uh, continue emotion no stopping as we see even with the pandemic there's been many agencies people who feel they can put you in this protective bubble with no risks life is not about not taking chances not taking risks uh, and I just want to share with you, um, I did a speech for my class because I was taking class, a CTO uh, mentorship, a certificated class, of course. Um, and I took it uh, during the pandemic, amongst other things, as far as doing my work uh, in the IT field where we're in high demand. But I had the opportunity to represent our class, Cohort 14, which stands for One for All. Um, and I got to share in front of hundreds, potentially a thousand people, uh, other IT personnel. Um, and as a result of my speech, I got a lot of um, positive feedback. It impacted a lot of people, whether they were male, female, young or old. I was getting many responses after my, um, my speech. So here's the video uh, and I'll have some more to discuss afterwards. Uh, so see you soon. All right, and with that, I'm going to ask Laurel Nava and the Cohort 14 to join me on the stage. So what we're doing here is in 2020, we had a virtual conference, and these, these guys had to pivot really quickly from meeting face-to-face -to, -face to meeting online. And, and some of you know uh, those classes are four hours on a Friday night and eight hours on a Saturday. And we didn't have enough time to restructure the curriculum and so that's what they did all year long, once a month. And they didn't get to watch walk the stage, and so we invited them back to do that. That's you. That's me. <laughs> um, I'm Laurel Nava. I'm the manager of the CTO Mentor Program, and I have to say that these are troopers. Um, making that switch and we on the steering committee we considered actually holding the program off for a year and they said no we're part of it their logo is and their phrase is one for all and they wanted to be there for each other and we're we're just so proud of them so um, i'd like to introduce their class spokesperson jamal boys from linwood unified I didn't realize I had 15 minutes. I was trying to be more concise, but uh, I'll try to put you guys. 
I can do it as short as I want? Okay. Uh, so I don't have any slides because, and uh, Laurel said, if I don't have any slides, I can just show my beautiful face. So there you go. All right. Uh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, so I can reflect on my first CTO conference. Um, it was four years ago. I had my swag bag. I got to see an astronaut uh, speak. Uh, and I also, seen the CTO mentoring program, um, the, the candidates similar to this setting. Um, and at that point in time, I'm like, oh, that's a cool program. I never thought I would actually apply because actually I was sitting at a table with three other managers from my department and an actual CTO. Uh, and also I was on the verge of leaving uh, the school district because I accepted a position for the state in the Inland Empire uh, to be closer to home. So that my mom can now watch our kids because we had two younger kids for support, but also to buy a house because it's more affordable in the Inland Empire rather than LA. And you guys see, see that right now as well. Um, so then fast forward, this dream, this vision that I had, uh, it was qu quickly lit on fire because six days in my employment of my new job, I was let go. And I can go into that, but I was going to say I only have five minutes, but I actually have 13 minutes. But I still won't go into the reason why. Uh, but I was distraught emotionally, not only because it impacted me, but it impacted my loved ones. It impacted my wife. It impacted my kids. Because my wife had to work longer hours, and I had to just, um, I was looking for work, but I was playing basically daddy daycare. Uh, so it was 10 long months before I actually found employment because fortunately for me, my wife found that my old position had opened up uh, as a senior network engineer. And I contacted my boss at the time and he confirmed and so I applied. And that position was uh, offered to me once again. And you really never want to go back to the place you left, but I'm like, this is a job and I was happy to go back. So a month into returning to work, my boss at the time, he was actually on his way out. Uh, he took a director position because there wasn't a director position at Linwood, and he took a director position at the San Bernardino, San Bernardino City Unified School District. Uh, and he can wave to you guys right now, so you wanna wave, Mike? So, <laughs> so he's actually right there, so uh, in, a, in his void, uh, I was offered the interim assistant director positions for Linwood. And then a few months later, I was offered, they created a director position and I was, I applied for that position and I was offered that position as well. And fortunately for me, my boss at the time, he was all about continual growth and learning and suggested, Has, have you ever heard of a CTO mentoring program? And I said, yes, I'm familiar with it. I went to the conference two years ago and I saw it. And he was uh, mentioning that one of his peers actually went through the program and actually became a superintendent. And so, and I was ecstatic to tell you because I was instantly propelled basically two positions and I needed the skill set. I needed um, the understanding of actually how to be in this position as a director of technology. So, Going into the first session, oh, I actually applied and they accepted, so everything is working out for my favor right now. So the first session, we're going over leadership. What, what does it look like to be a leader? And what skills or traits do you wanna develop or have or possess at the end of the conclusion of this program? 
And the two uh, leadership skills that I wanted was organization, because I felt I was unorganized, and my wife can attest to that. And influence, basically, because I was a new leader at the time, and I just didn't feel I had enough weight in my, in, uh, my position. So I was ecstatic. And what do you know, another curveball came about. The pandemic hit. And I can recall it was March 13th, 2020, when we shut down our school. Um, and I won't go to all the details because I think you guys are all familiar with what we had to deal with as far as providing devices to the students, providing devices to the staff, providing internet to the students, preventing Thanos from collecting all six infinity stones. <laughs> yeah, we were presented with monumental tasks. And, and, and as Andrew says, sometimes it doesn't look like we were appreciated because sometimes Oftentimes, they didn't see that we had the same health concerns, the same fears, the same issues at home that they did as well. But we were told to truck on because we were essential workers. And it was very difficult for us because we were only present with one another for two months and we actually bonded. It was like love at first sight for all of us. <laughs> but one thing that the pandemic did expose is that um, and most of technology uh, personnel, we're a, lot, a lot of us are introverts. But one thing that the uh, pandemic did expose is that it is not natural for us to be in these silos. We need to engage, we need to communicate, we need to interact with one another. And I know most of you guys who uh, attended the virtual conference last year, you probably weren't engaged at all because it wasn't the same. But we had a mode of communication, which was Slack. And we used it every day, 24-7, because that was, our, that was our way to seeing how, how are you doing this at your district? What are you doing? And we were using it as a form of communication to encourage one another, because uh, what most people were doing, we had to go to class as well. We had to put in long hours. Uh, and actually the program was on pause in March, I would say. We still had to do our assignments, of course. But in April, I can recall, we were voting whether to proceed or not. Because this not only impact, impacted the class, but it also impacted our, our leaders as well. Because they were hit with the same issues and they were leaders at their own agencies as well. So I decided that we should proceed because I just felt it was so much favor on my life at the time. Like I, I'm like, I may not have this opportunity once again to take this course. And what better time to learn right now in the fire? And fortunately for me, most of our cohort agreed to move further on, and the instructors as well. We have one who, who, who chickened out. He's in the other cohort over there, but I, I won't mention his name. But he has a legitimate excuse. He had a baby at the time, so, or his wife had a baby. Um, so, um, yeah, and so um, just going on is like, the instructor is like, we were like a family actually, because we were going through this all together. Instructors, they weren't familiar with instructing in a virtual setting, so they had to learn that. Some excelled in that. Others, it was like um, elongated version of a Ben Stein Visine commercial. <laughs> so a lot of us were slacking to each other, like when is this gonna end during the class? Uh, but overall, I still learned things. I got nuggets out of every single class. Um, 
And I would also state we couldn't even be here without our mentors. Our mentors were like key and paramount to us basically meeting our end goal. And I have to acknowledge my mentor, Mr. David Soto, because he instilled in me the mindset of being a CTO. Always apply or act as if you were a CTO. Do this in the mindset of a CTO. So it kept constantly ingraining that in my mind so I actually thought as a CTO, not as a senior network engineer, because that was my past job. And so I want to thank David for that. And so we all basically passed our tests. We all passed the final. And this is the key point I want to focus on is the test. Because life is not predictable at all. And there's going to be storms, challenges, tests in your life. And it goes beyond the work setting. And it may impact you at your home. And it was real with COVID, and it still is, because some of you guys may have experienced death in your family, death with your peers, death with the coworkers. I lost two uncles in a span of four days, one from COVID, one from cancer but life still goes on. It helped me appreciate other things as far as putting more effort and energy into my, my, my kids and my wife. And one, the beautiful thing about tests and challenges, it, it reveals qualities and characters, characteristics that you may have not known you possess. And sometimes we're often fearful of actually engaging in those challenges, engaging in those obstacles, facing the storms of life, and we try to run away but it's needed for us as leaders to persevere, to endure, because muscle is not developed unless it is stretched and torn. Gold is not refined unless it's put in the fire. Diamonds are not developed unless coal is pressured. And you guys are all in a position right now to lead. You guys are all in a position to impact other lives. And if it was asked of me what I do I regret applying or leaving the district at any point in time? And I would say no, because that very decision led me to the point of being here right now speaking before you. Because me, I believe that all things work for my good, the good and the bad. I'm not saying the bad things are good, but I believe they help develop characteristics and qualities in me right now. And I just want to say lastly to all of you guys is just pass the test because actually our lives are intertwined and sometimes these tests and challenges are actually catalysts to propel you to something, your destiny and your purpose in life. And so I just wanna lastly state once again, pass your test because there is someone out there waiting for you to fulfill the purpose that you have to impact their life. And once again, I'll just say one for all. Thank you. Hey, welcome back. Uh, I hope you liked the video. Um, I briefly had a chance to watch it again because I was advised you may need to look at like everything. People had different <laughs> levels of praise and these were strangers. Like I said, guys and girls, some girls were like shaking just to speak to me. Other guys were like, I don't want to sound like a fanboy, but your speech was so it impacted people in different ways. But there was some underlying, some undertone beneath everything that I stated. Um, and I will just expand on that in further videos because I didn't get to this point by myself. I acknowledge my mentor, but there, there's other key factors 
other key people that are involved. And there was a lot of meticulous things that I couldn't state because I only had a limited amount of time, but I can expand on that in future videos. Um, so I'm gonna see what format this goes to because I'm playing around with all this right now. Uh, like I said, this is my first video. I have no excuses. I watched this uh, YouTube channel, Think Media, and they just say, just push record, push record, play. Um, because we can find an excuse not to do anything at this point in time. And I want to pass my test. I'm, I, I, I've been tested and I've been going in this circle because I haven't gone forward. I haven't been moving and doing what I desire and what I have a passion for. And even as a result of that speech, I actually got requested or asked to co-host uh, the podcast for the site uh, program as well. So um, I'm going to learn a lot from that and hopefully I can implement some of those um, tools and strategies to improve upon this channel as well. So um, uh, my kids probably know this language more than me, but yeah, hit that like button or press it, smash it, um, hit subscribe and uh, just... Uh, Return, please return. Nah, but if you enjoyed what you what you heard, uh, I just want to continue on that process. I think words are powerful and they can be used to inspire, uh, just even used to share because we may have similar paths. Um, but yeah, life is still going. You're always going to have tests. If you're still breathing, you're going to have tests. So it's not limited to those under 50, those under 20. If you are still breathing, you still have a purpose. You still have a destiny. And so don't let your depression take you away from your destiny. Don't let your pain take you away from your purpose. You still have a calling, even if you have not met it up to, to this point in time. And I just wanna just share that last point with you. You still have a purpose as long as you're hearing me right now. That means you're still breathing right now. Um, so stay tuned for future episodes on Moving Forward, No Breaks. So what's the acronym? MFNB. MFNB. So I'll figure out how to close out the shop and everything. So MFNB. So uh, that probably doesn't sound too good. But yeah, so Moving Forward, No Breaks. This is your boy Jamal, and this is Chosen Culture. And I'll see you on the next go-round. Peace.